1: Okay. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And the reason why we say good morning, good afternoon, and good night is because we are lucky enough to have people from all over the world listening to this program at the moment. So thank you very much for uh, listening. Uh, Of course, you hear it on Radio Italia Uno, Happy Business, and on the podcast, thanks to Ron from Podcast City. So um, thank you again for listening, and I just want to say uh, thank you to the guys that sent me emails and messages last uh, uh, from last program and even a few programs ago. There were some very, very interesting discussions about a couple of the topics we had and even about a couple of the stories that uh, Matt had um, mentioned. And And uh, we, we have a, a session here uh, during the program where we do a motivational um session on uh, uh, things that happen, you know, and the, the so many people, last week we mentioned the little red engine, and so many people said, I'd forgotten that, you know, how um, one particular person sent me an email to, to just to say thank you, and I won't mention any names, but um, there was one particular person who was going through a really, really tough time with their family, their business, and a few other things, issues that came up. And they said that when we mentioned that, it just helped them to turn everything around because when they were little, they used to hear that story all the time about the little red engine where the big engine said, oh, I'm not going to make it up the hill, I'm not going to make it up the hill. And the little engine said, well, I think I can. And they all laughed and you know made fun of this little red engine. So the little red engine just come up, got the capoose, which is a, a, the wagon behind it, and it just went and went and went and it just said, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, and got right up to the top and it said, I think I can, I think I can, and it got right up over the top and then just went down the hill and said, I knew I could, I knew I could, I knew I could. That changed or, you know, helped somebody and it they were in a very, very serious situation. And uh, I, it... <laughs> It got to me because I, when I read the story, and I won't mention, but it, uh, I'm just so glad that we have an effect on people in such a way. Now, this program has also helped a couple of other people to... Uh, re-look at their New Year's resolution because, you know, everybody makes a New Year's resolution and uh, our our special guest today, which I'll just introduce in a minute, has written a book and this book is all about uh, developing the thinking that leaders have, you know, and leadership thinking. So, um, Rex Buckingham, welcome to the program. Thank you, Peter. And Rex, you've been with us um, some time ago and now you've written this book that you spoke about, uh, developing... um, develop thought, leadership, thinking. So um, we'll come back and talk to you about that. Matt, welcome again. Hello. Glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you. So listen, um, Rex, tell us about
2: the book and what made you want to write the book? You know, I've been asked that question a lot of times and you've asked me two or three times. Yes. And I think I've answered it differently each time, although the little red engine... Yeah. is why I wrote the book. <laughs> there <laughs> so that, you go. That's, that's funny, isn't it? <coughs> I uh, I was one of those kids at school that it just didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was uh, reliably stupid the whole way through school. Uh, each of my teachers each year would tell the next teacher that Rex is reliably stupid, and I lived down to that expectation. Um, the only thing I really got good at at school was stuttering, yeah. so I couldn't actually speak in the last year. Mm-hmm. And, um that, that sort of gave me a bit of a downer with my with my dad particularly. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I left school at 15 and got a job at Woolworths. Mm-hmm. And I write about this in the book. So here's this boy with no academic capacity and hardly able to speak. And within six weeks of starting at Woolworths, uh, I'd lost the starter almost completely. <laughs> I had returned to uh, night school Yep. at the end of that year, having missed an entire uh, year's Going into the next grade, I was mm. second to top, whereas I'd only ever been to bottom all of my um, life. Yep, And that was because of the capacity of this chappie, in yep. particular at Woolworths, to show leadership behaviour. Excellent. And Excellent. What, what, what he did, just to finish it off, Yes, was, and I write about this in the book a dozen times, people live up to or down to your expectations, expectations. Yep. and that's self-fulfilling. And all I had to do at Woolworths, was fulfill their positive expectations.
3: Yep, actually. Rex, I, I'd like to, I, I just want I really want to thank you for sharing that with us. That was really motivational, I didn't know that about you. You know, James Earl Jones was a stutterer as well. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was, and and yep. of course he has the best voice probably, one of the best <laughs> voices in the world. For um, voiceovers yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I, if if you have time if you could share the story you told me about the Gallat at hungry jacks that really impacted me I think that's the kind of thing that you um uh, you know that motivated you to write this book as uh, well isn't it this is the one that I spoke about last time wasn't mm, I? Yeah. yeah that made a big impact on me it was uh it's just it's just a
2: truism that in fact uh, this is a young uh, young Aboriginal girl uh, two or three different um Generations in the same family, same home, and all unemployed. And she got a job at Hungry Jack's up at Elizabeth. And uh, she arrived at school, at at, at work, and she wasn't clean, and her clothing wasn't clean. And the manager just spoke to her and helped her. And as I I didn't say last time, I think he actually lent her some clothing. And uh, she came back next time, which is a little bit late. And he just spoke to her about it because her whole background, her whole capacity was held back by. The behaviour of those around her—not mm-hmm. bad people. These people, her parents and things—they weren't bad people. They were just living in their particular paradigm, A particular way. Yeah, and uh, and he sh- he was showing really true, conscientious leadership—not not just empathy or sympathy, but actually useful behaviour. Yep. And uh, as it transpired, she became the shift manager, and uh, and she never let them down. She was always early. She was always clean because she was living up to their expectations. Yes. You know. And then he was going on holidays for a week and he asked her to be the manager of the shop. And she went home all excited and never returned. And her parents refused to have her work because everybody else in the house was unemployed. How could she possibly be employed and how could she possibly be trusted, a little black girl, be trusted by white people? And uh, it was a very sad situation. And and
3: unfortunately, uh, I don't know what happened after that. Mm. And, th- and the fact that the p- cycle perpetuates itself is the tragic thing. You know, I mean, how, can, how do you think people can break that cycle? I mean, that's, that's really the key, uh, that it doesn't carry on to the next generation and the generation after that and the generation after that. Yeah. I, I uh, write about it in the book,
2: and uh, I say on the front cover of the book, a lot of life is about sentences and words, and uh, if we keep saying the same sentences, we'll keep getting the same replies. So I also write about habit and patterns, and we're the ones who set them. We,
1: well, that's that's just it. The patterns and and patterns affect everything we do. It's behavioural. It's trained. It's 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 a learnt pattern. It's a learnt behaviour. So um, I, w- <coughs> you know, you take it to a different dimension and talk about something in a different way. It's like these people that say, you know, practice, practice, practice makes perfect. But it's not practice makes perfect. It's good practice makes perfect. Because you could be practicing your golf swing and you're swinging to the left all the time. Or you could be practicing a tennis thing and you're twisting your wrist the wrong way. You know, So it's a matter of practicing, but proper practice. Yeah, that's,
2: that's a mouthful, Peter. It <clears throat> yeah. really is a mouthful. To, to finish off on the earlier conversation, what can this young girl do or what pe- can people do who are caught in those situations... I write about this a lot in the book, it is about sentences, but I also write in the book a dozen times, if you go and meet somebody and when you leave you feel worse than when you went in to meet <laughs> them, then you should either change the sentences you use when you first see them, mm-hmm. and that will change the pattern and it will probably change the outcome of that, of that time, yep. or... Don't see them again, yep. mm. and that applies to mum and dad, sisters and brothers, mm. people you call your best friends. We're all all human. We're all frail. Even our best friends, if we're not careful, will help us be less. Yep. So they can be more. Well, not, I used bad,
3: to, not bad people. Sorry.
2: Yeah, yeah. You...
3: I used to call that per- protecting my paws. Yep. So you got to protect your positive attitude, and you can't let other people drag you down, yep. regardless. And it's not easy. In, in, yep. in, in and that, in that
2: situation with a young lady, um, against all their culture.
1: Well, this is the problem that. Um, the, the you know the saying that all my mentors have taught me is you become who you hang around with. Yep. You know you look at your five friends that you hang around with the most, and you will become like those five friends. Yep. You look at you know you you go to a, a different entourle of people. You 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 mix with different business people. You'll become as they are. And most business people go to business clubs or business groups, and they find that they meet in that area. And I've got a good example with the um, different clubs that are in Adelaide. You've got the 25 uh, club, you know, you've got the the 50 club, you've got the 70 club, the 100 club, you know, 100 plus club, the 500 club. So um, when you go to these uh, tech groups, They've got tech groups. The pe- businesses of five to ten employees, and and ten to twenty employees, and and up to a hundred employees, and up to you know a thousand employees, and and they go to different groups, and their the business people that go there will find that. I've got one of my friends here in Adelaide who went to one of these groups, and he found that he just didn't relate to anybody in that group. He just couldn't break into the group. He didn't make friends with anybody in that group. Then he went to another group, and all of a sudden, at that level, because his business was at that level, but more importantly, his frame of mind was at that level. And it wasn't until he increased his frame of mind that he all of a sudden he went higher and higher. And then he got invited up. Now he's in the, you know, hundred and fifty thousand. You know, five hundred, uh, you know, thousand or whatever, and above, and all of a sudden, as you improve, your the people around you, you know, you hang around with will will get
2: more and more. Some will, mm. some will. It, it's not, it's not it doesn't quite. I don't think it quite flows as easily as that. But your earlier comment about practice makes perfect is stupid. Yeah, you know, it just doesn't. It, it, what we do is we practice the same thing. And it doesn't work and we keep that's, practicing it. That's right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So Sorry.
1: it's it's perfect practice, not just a matter of practice makes perfect, yeah. because you could be practicing the thing wrong.
2: Yeah. Is, you it, know? is it working or isn't it working? Oh. Uh, if I'm up by 5%, am I really excited or am I still down by 25% of my potential? Yep. You know. So you need to hang out with people who actually argue with you, yep. hold you to account, don't want to be your best friend <laughs> by being the nicest
3: person on the block.
1: Yep. Be your unreasonable friend. Yeah, that's right.
3: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. all, most Are you of talking like, about marriage or everything? Everything, but it works the same <laughs> way.
1: Even at, in a relationship, you hang around with people who have similar sorts of relationships with you. If you hang around with somebody who's got a loving relationship, you think, "Wow, that's lovely. I love the way you treat your wife and all the rest of it." So you actually become better
2: at yep at that relationship. I'd game. like to underline here that nothing I say. Uh, is about my, my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, 30, 30 years ago, what are we now, 70, 50, 50, 50, 50 20 years ago, 22 years ago, I had a major financial reversal yep. and uh, we lost our house uh, out of my foolishness, yeah. uh, a, a bad business decision. And uh, my wife and my daughter and my uh, son were exceptional and stayed with me and uh, battled uh, all the things that came out of that situation. I had to go to the Salvation Army to get some money for dinner one night. Wow. It was that sort of uh, mm-hmm. Um But everybody, and my wife, uh, she stayed with me. And, as, and we, we have our 46th anniversary coming up uh, in a few weeks' time.
1: Congratulations.
2: Well, it is. It's just wonderful. And we found a lot of people who we thought were good friends were confused by... The fact that Rex suddenly didn't have anything, and a lot of people on the periphery came to us like they were dear friends. Mm -hmm. So it was a wonderful time to see give people a chance to show their love. Actually, it was an expensive way of doing it, but (laughs) it was it was was a great way. Uh, Yeah, and uh, and that. So if I'm asked why I wrote the book, um, I wrote it so people can see because I talk about that in the book as well. That you may be a dud at school and you might make a mistake. But it's okay if yep. you if you maintain your core values, and you can, you can, you can, you can, yep. then you can.
1: Yep. Look, like I was saying, sometimes you get fair weather friends, and we'll come back and talk about that as well. Thank you. We've got to take a break, and uh, we'll we'll come straight back after this. So, thank you very much, and we'll uh, come back after our sponsors. <music>
0: The event presented by Radio Italia Uno and Unique Stone has been postponed to Friday the 26th of March with a new program. An exciting and engaging show with double the entertainment and music. Guests of the evening are James Liotta, Daniela Fontanarosa, and Sonic Circle Rocco Speranza. Friday the 26th of March in the spectacular Woodville Town Hall Theatre. Doors open at 6.30pm. Tickets already purchased for February the 13th are directly valid for March the 26th. If if you want to book new tickets, don't wait. Call the radio at 8212 3177, 3177. In addition to the major sponsor, Unique Stone, we're happy to have our platinum sponsors by our side Mitole Family Farm and Northeast Isuzu. Radio Italia Uno, sempre di più.
1: Hi, I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, a family-owned and operated business for 19 years and counting. Our showroom and coffee machine workshop is based in Adelaide City Centre, where we showcase coffee machines, all types of coffee accessories and complementary products, as well as five of our very own coffee blends, including our most popular Dolce Vita blend. Fine Choice Coffee Solutions is SA's home and authorised service centre for the fully automatic Euro Coffee Machines. Our staff are friendly and welcoming, and always looking forward to meeting new customers. So come and say hi at 264 Gilbert Street in the city or you can shop online
4: at www.fccoffee.com.au Galipo Foods, dal
3: 1983, leader australiano nella vendita di distribuzione di una vasta gamma di generi alimentari, tra i quali il prosciutto Spears, dal gusto unico e delicato al palato, Innovazione, professionalità e forte rapporto con dipendenti, clienti e fornitori fanno di Galipo Foods uno dei distributori più grandi, rispettati e premiati in tutta Australia.
0: Galipo Foods, stima, fiducia e qualità. Radio Italia 1.
3: Happy business with Peter Salerno. Okay, thank you very much and
1: thank you to all our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, like I keep saying every week, please support the people that support us and if we can help you promote your business um, during the year at any time, please let us know, get in touch with Radio Italia Uno and we are more than happy to help you promote. We've got some special rates uh, for this year uh, where we're helping all the businesses get back on track and uh, trying to help them increase their business as well. And Here every week we talk about happy business and happy business is about whatever we can do to help you increase your business, whatever we can do to help you increase what you're doing and be much more profitable. And every week we have special guests and and Matt's here with me uh, most weeks and he brings a wealth of knowledge to the program and also our special guests that come in. So it's not just about me or Matt or uh, all our guests uh, what makes this program of happy business. And today we're a privilege and lucky to have uh, my good friend Rex Uh, Rex Buckingham is here. Now, Rex, tell us about the book, but how people can actually get the book. And we're going to give a couple of books away, so um, we'll give away our phone numbers. But um, you've got a little thing. You want to give away the first book to uh, the first person that sends an email, is that correct?
3: Okay.
2: So So, tell us what they have to do. Thanks, Peter. The the book is called Develop Through Leadership Thinking, and uh, you can find out a little bit about it if you go to the web. Uh, on Australian Authors, Rex Buckingham. Australian Authors, Rex Buckingham. And on that front page, you'll find a little uh, button which will connect you through email to me. Mm -hmm. So the first person to email back, and that'll be a date stamp so we know who that is, telling me what my special offer is if you buy the book. And the special offer is on the bottom of the page in yellow, and it says that if you buy the book, which costs $30, you'll get an hour with me by Zoom, or by phone or in person if it's possible, and I charge three fifty an hour normally. So that's a pretty good deal for thirty dollars. Yep. So the first person, the second person will get a book also.
1: Okay. So all you have to do—it doesn't matter where you are in the world, um, you know, whatever university you're at, wherever you're listening to this, whatever country, just go to Australian author, authors or author.
2: Australian author Rex Buckingham.
1: Okay. Australian authors rex buckingham buckingham so it's rex buckingham rex r-e-x buckingham and uh, look that up and you'll find his book develop through leadership thinking and uh, there's an email there you press the button bring up the email put your name and address and details in there and uh, rex will get that in his uh, inbox and whoever comes in first will get the book um, at the bottom, you'll see the page, the front page of the book there. And at the bottom, it says, Receive one hour free with the author, uh, in-person, Zoom, phone, or uh, in person, of course, and the book is only thirty dollars. Um, that's thirty Australian dollars. So if you're in uh, Zimbabwe or something like that, we'll get your special
2: rate. But <laughs> it, it's a bit far to go in person to Zimbabwe. Yeah, <laughs> no, <but> wherever.
1: <laughs> Look, you know, whether it's Bhutan, whether it's South America, or whether it's uh, Africa or Europe, um, we can post it to you. Rex will post the book to you and uh, make some arrangements to Zoom, Skype, or whatever with you so um you know i've known rex for quite a few years and um we we sort of have a similar background rex because when i first came to australia i couldn't speak english see i'm italian i came from italy so i couldn't speak english and and i was 12 before i really learned to speak english um but then i never uh, learned to read and write properly and I, you know, because the, the rudiments of English, I never picked up the double E's and the E A's and how to spell those words. So I went right through um, school and then high school without reading properly uh, or without spelling. And, you know, I was the world's worst speller. Um, I think I was in the top 10 in the world, you know, the world's <laughs> speller. And, and, of course, I couldn't speak that well. You know, I couldn't put a whole program, you know, a sentence together properly. I also went to learn... To speak, I also went to learn to read. I also went to night school. I also did the similar sorts of things. And then I went to Toastmasters and Toastmasters International, which is a fantastic organisation. And I went there and learned how to give a speech and presentation and all the rest of it. And then I went when I was doing sales and, and marketing and all that sort of stuff. And, and now I go around the world doing professional speaking and training like you have also been around Australia and other parts of the world uh, as a professional speaker. So, you know, it, it just goes to prove that doesn't
2: matter where you are now, it doesn't mean you have to stay there. Yeah. You know, that's, that's again, a mouthful from Peter. This, 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 this program could be called a mouthful from Peter. <laughs> 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 um, you know, it, it really is. People say you can be whatever you want to be. So some of the first part of the book says, who are you? Find out who are you. Ask yourself some questions. And I, I, I give you some questions to ask yourself. And then I ask you a really important question. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? But sometimes, you see, you don't know who you want to be until you get a sense of who you are. So a yep. lot a lot of the book is about identifying the gap. You know, what is the gap between who you are right now and where you want to be? Well, that gap is invisible until you sit down and you actually do the work. And then I ask you, where are you today in regards to your family? mm where do you want to be in regards to your family? So a lot of people said to me when I, I left corporate life and took on private work yep. 45 years ago, boy, that's a, that's a gamble.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and,
2: and it was a gamble. And my wife said as she laid in bed uh, about to have our f- second child yep. on the evening of me giving notice to, uh, to my corporate job, what's your business plan? And I didn't even know she knew that word, but she asked me and I said, I haven't got any. I just needed to get out and do something. And uh, so in some ways, the need to achieve mm-hmm. pushed me. So my motivation really was, <laughs> I've got a lot of bills coming in, <laughs> and so I better do something. And so I guess I backed myself, and and I and this all goes back, you know, to those first well, few days at Woolworths.
1: See, this is the thing, see, the the first few days at Woolworth was the first time in your life where you had a mentor, where you had a, somebody who was interested in trying to get you to be better than what you were at the time, not to say that you weren't good, but the point is how many people today have got guts enough to say, I need a mentor, I need a coach, and I've always said this every program, the coach that you get today is not the coach that you should be with in five years' time or you know in two years time it takes you from getting started to go up to a certain level and then you might have to change coaches and you've got to keep different mentors all the time and that's what's important and that and and the point is that we can talk about this as a business point of view we can talk about as a personal point of view but I also do a lot of coaching with, with people and, and I've got people who have uh, different phobias or you know, different addictions and stuff like that and, and people who can't sleep or, or whatever. And I just said to the person, even this very morning, I was on the phone uh, when you walked in, I just got off the phone and with a chap that said, I find it now that I can't sleep and you know, whatever. I said, look, it's a matter of reprogramming. It's like when somebody, he can sleep during the day, but he can't sleep at night. And he tosses and turns all night. And I said, look, that's just because your body clock, you know, has changed. It's like when people go from the Southern Hemisphere to the Northern Hemisphere or East to West and they have jet lag, right? And some people have jet lag for two or three days and some have it for two, three hours. You know, I'm lucky I can travel uh, almost anywhere in the world across to Europe and back and not have jet lag because of my meditation and the way I can you know, reprogram very quickly. But some people do take a couple of days to do that. So with this thinking, when you say, who am I, where am I?
2: A lot of the people, when you ask them, where do you want to be? They have no idea. They have no idea. And, and really, why should they? Because we, we spend so little time thinking about ourselves. Most of the time, we're thinking about how you should be different, what you should do differently. <laughs> Because my life would be a whole lot better if you were were better.
1: Hurry up and do this. Wife, (laughs) wife, you do that. Husband, you do this. You, you know, everybody tells.
2: There's a thing called negative self-talk. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people are getting on board a plane and they're already saying, I'm going to get jet lag.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, a lot of people think that anyway. But it's a matter of reprogramming. And and the fact is that's why you need a coach. When say, I want my life to be better, I say to people, okay, tell me something. What does a better life mean to you? And I, I ask them lots of questions about that. And that, what would that be like? And what would that be like? And what would, where would you be living? Where would you, what sort of clothing would you wear? How would you dress? How would, what sort of car would you have? What sort of relationship would you have? And it goes on and on and on and on and on. And you could spend hours and hours on that, or you can fast track it, you know. And when I'm talking to people, I try and fast track it, and and get to a point where they can see where they're at and where they want to be. And then we we'll say, right how how do we get there
2: yeah well thanks for that in in the book i've got uh, quite a few empty pages and i say after you've done after you've read some of the book then stop and start putting stuff down on a piece of paper because you don't know mm-hmm. what you're thinking unless you put it down on paper i don't know how it is how does you peter but for me if i'm thinking whilst i'm thinking another thought will come in yeah and that other thought then takes over from the thought I was having. <laughs> and now I don't know what the thought I was having was.
1: What was that good idea? Well, how
2: often? <laughs> yes, you know, so, yes. So if you have a thought and another thought comes in, just make a quick little note, two or three words, about the thought that's just been overtaken. Yep. And when you're finished with a new thought, you'll know where to go back.
1: Well, it's I haven't read the book yet because I've only just seen it and it's, it smells fresh off the press, you know. But what it, what is really interesting... In my book that I wrote, you know, uh, was very similar. I had some uh, questions there. You know, what would you do now? Stop and write. Don't just read this. Stop and write it. And people have said to me, oh, look, I've read your book. It took me an hour. Or I've read it, you know, that afternoon or whatever. And I thought, in that case, you haven't, haven't done got, the book. I said, it. do you remember what was on page four? And they said, what? what? What was right on the bottom of page four? And it said, stop. Don't just read this book. It said, answer the question. Before you go on. Because if you don't answer the question before you go on, then you don't really understand what the rest of the book's about or you've skipped through it. It's not about reading the book. It's about learning how to be happier. Now, there's another you know? mouthful.
2: Another, That's Another right. mouthful from Peter. Yep. <laughs> because I say, after I go through the situation of... I'm asking you now to do some of the things I asked you to do a few pages ago. I'm asking you to do them again. Yes. Because now that you've done them once and if you've taken the time to make the (laughs) the notes, you've just informed yourself about some of the stuff you are or aren't thinking. Mm -hmm. And then I say, if currently you're thinking you should be mowing the lawn or are the scones yet ready to turn over or are the children ready to pick up from school, put the book down now and come back when you've got the time. To read it. And yeah. also on the front cover, let me, just, let me just refer to it very quickly so I get it right. Yep. It says here, um, a book written directly from experience, experiment and exercise, barely touched by copywriters. Maybe not always grammatically correct, but you can rely on the information. Proof read through the lens of life, street smarts. Good. So there will be some spelling errors and if you look carefully you might find i've put a semicolon where maybe a colon should have been oh look i guarantee you peter i will get emails saying page 95 yeah i
1: tell you what if you can't spell a simple word in three different ways you're not very creative <laughs> uh, andrew
3: jackson said that i like it, it so much yeah i like it so much
1: yeah no it's true <laughs> if, you know i i heard that a long time ago but it's not about being uh, all correct you know this and that but the information is is good and the fact is like you said when you read something and I've had people read books you know Tony Robbins books and 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 other motivational uh, speakers and they said look I read that put the book down picked it up three months later and that chapter wasn't in there when I read it last time that whole chapter was not in there when I read it last time because what happens is we've got to take a break but we'll come straight back to this what happens is as you learn as you get better all of a sudden you you notice things at a different level at a, a in-depth level or whatever it's like you know when you learn to walk you know you, you're wobbling from place to place and all of a sudden you learn to run but when you learn to run as a runner all of a sudden you can go whoosh straight through. You know, and it looks so good to see a little baby take his first steps. And then all of a sudden they're running around the house everywhere and you say, "Look out." The first couple of times you bump your head on the corner of every table and every bench. Then all of a sudden you 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 just go around the room so fast and you miss every obstacle that you would have hit. Yep. You know, even six months earlier. Exactly, And that's what happens with business. That's what happens with people in business. Uh, I would recommend already just flicking through the book. I've seen a couple of things there and I thought, oh, yeah, that's interesting. And then I I read something else. I thought, oh, just that couple of sentences caught my attention. And I know that as I read through this book, I will have those thousand thoughts, (laughs) like you said, and and, at, at a different level. You know, so I'll probably suggest, like I do with most things, read the book a couple of times, and then that's when you really get the difference. Now, we've got to take a break, and we'll come straight back after this.
4: Bollesera Restaurant, where you eat Italian style. Come and visit our elegant reception room for weddings, baptisms, family functions, and much more with a capability of up to 100 people. Eating at Bonasera Restaurant is like emerging ourselves in the all-Italian dream. On Friday and Saturday, lots of music in our piano bar and you'll taste the fabulous specials of our Maria. At Bonasera Restaurant, fixed price includes three courses, dessert and coffee. Bookings 83795647 Bonasera Restaurant, 295 Glen Osmond Road, Glenunga Yo! Ciao! Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone. Delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite, marble, Caesarstone, Unique Stone. Granito, marmo, Caesarstone, Unique Stone. Thinking stone benchtops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now eight two double six 2280 Unique Stone, we won't be beaten. Come on, cosa facendo? Chiama
0: adesso. Now it's time for a mentoring session with Happy Business Radio.
1: Every week we bring you a little motivational story to uh, just to motivate you and make you inspire. And this week we've asked Matt to do the story. So Matt, over to you.
3: I want to talk today about something near and dear to my own heart, the US space program, specifically the Apollo program, which put men on the moon. In the 1960s, one of the many challenges that the program had, albeit a minor one, was that they needed a pen that could write in space. As you know, pens need gravity to write because the ink needs to flow from the top of the pen down to the paper. The U.S. government spent over $100,000 in 1965 trying to create a pen that would write in the weightless environment of space. Today, that would be equivalent to $1.4 million today. But do you know what the Russians did? They used a pencil. You don't always have to do the impossible. You don't always have to kill yourself to succeed. Don't be a prisoner of linear, limited thinking. Keep it simple. That reminds me of a similar story. The Chrysler LeBaron convertible was one of the best-selling cars in US history. At the time, Chrysler wasn't making a convertible. The chairman of the board, Lee Iacocca, who is credited for bringing Chrysler back from bankruptcy to success, identified a niche in the market, and he wanted a piece of that convertible market. He was told by his team that it would take three years for Chrysler to develop a convertible to compete in the marketplace. His conclusion was to take a car they already had and just cut the roof off it. Again, simple, simple solution to a big problem. And it made his company millions. A recent study on millionaires shows that immigrants are four times more likely to be millionaires than locals. Why is that? Because the immigrants look for reasons to succeed. The immigrants don't know all the reasons that can't be done because they they haven't lived in that area. They don't know this won't work, that don't work, whatever. They just do it. Remember, look for reasons to succeed, not to fail. Success isn't always easy, but it's usually very simple.
4: Join me, Ron Fiedler and Karen Fiedler, each Saturday morning from 9 to 10am for Talking Real Estate. Your guide to real estate in Adelaide and South Australia. We'll bring you the latest local real estate news, interviews, tips and advice from property experts. Plus, report on the Italian property market and let you know about the week's open homes and upcoming auctions. And don't forget, I'll be bringing you my Open Home of the Week On Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM, talking real estate every Saturday morning from 9 till 10 a.m. Be in the know with Adelaide's local real estate show.
2: Radio Italia Uno.
4: You're
1: listening to Peter Salerno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Thank you. Thank you again to all our sponsors. And, of course, you know, support the people who support us and let us help you grow your business. Um, Here at Happy Business Radio, we have uh, Rex Buckingham with us today and uh, we're talking about his book, Develop. Uh, through uh, leadership thinking and during the break we we've had a huge debate here about and information about uh, we could have had in a whole program <laughs> about <laughs> leadership and how people think and how um, it's so important to to create that leadership thinking and and more importantly to look at how we can learn from other people and how quickly we can learn from other people and uh, just so many things came out we, we, we really should have recorded our conversation. (laughs) But Matt, you had a couple of questions that you want to ask. um.
3: Sure. Rex, uh, you were talking earlier about uh, the uh, young lady at Hungry Jacks and the manager that took a genuine interest in her and wanted her to be successful. And you mentioned that uh, empathy and sympathy. And I'm sure that you've got this in your book, but can we talk a second about the importance of not being sympathetic for pe- with people uh, and, you know, helping them be successful but not sitting around feeling sorry for them? Yes, yeah, a great point. Uh, and it's not,
2: not in my book. Oh, no, it's not in my book. That's your next book. I'm going to have <laughs> to book book two. In fact, in in my book, I mentioned two or three times, this will be in my next book. Mm. So now
3: I've got to add something <laughs> else in. Um Sympathy. i'm glad we could help
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that conversation I, I do have
3: a quick suggestion for your next book if you don't mind I'll if i I'll interject I'll real a quick okay <laughs> well i mean instead for the promotion the next the next free promotion for your book instead of it being a a, a mentorship uh, for you if you could just give a free tour for your pal palace rex that would be great yes certainly <laughs> well uh, Currently, with COVID, it's a bit difficult, (laughs) but I'll I'll
2: put it on notice and thank you for the question. Sympathy. Mm, Sympathy, um, there's a couple of things in the book. One says there's two words. One is criticism and one is feedback. And if we criticise somebody, then we're really being pretty hard on the person, hardly ever very hard on the problem, whereas feedback is usually easy on the person and hard on the problem. So words are really important. So sympathy. Sympathy for me is when you say, oh, gee, I'm so sorry, oh, and you help someone go down.
1: You, you, you help, help them, them because you feel sorry for them.
2: Well, you, yes, yeah, you do, yeah. but you also yeah. take their power away. You That's take right. their power of expectation away. In fact, their expectation is life is not good, I'm, I'm in a bad way, oh, woe is me. Whereas empathy is more, and it, you know, it's, it's, it's often said to be in the shoes of somebody. Yes. Well, sometimes it's really hard. I mean, when our first little girl passed away, People were very sympathetic with us, but uh, and empathy was hard because if you haven't lost your child, to put your feet in the same shoes is, is pretty difficult. So e- empathy comes for me, is the Buckingham attitude is, it's acknowledging the fact that you are having something happen to you and not necessarily being the solution. And this is one of the Rex Buckingham problems, I can't be the solution too fast, but understanding that in fact life is possible and what are you going to do and help the person find their own way forward because as much as you suggest to people they will explain to you how that's not possible. I've tried that already. And all we're doing then is going around in a, yes, it is impossible story. So
1: That happens so often where I I go in to do some coaching and somebody says, look, you know, I've heard your program or, you know, somebody recommended me to them or whatever. And then they say, oh, yeah, we tried that. We tried that. Look, we did that three years ago. That didn't work. Uh, No, it didn't. I said to him, not that it didn't work. You didn't know how to make it work, or the whoever the manager was at the time didn't do this step, that step, that step, that step. You have got to do the whole five steps. You can't just skip a step because that's the one that is going to break your back. You know, yeah.
2: well, <laughs> that's it, it, the big problem. In in the book, what uh, the first part of the book is about enhanced communication. Yep. And the I could have the whole program just me talking about success out mm. of people using this this following little little idea. Mm-hmm. The idea is, if you want to advance your communication with somebody, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And ask them a question and listen to their answer, and then ask a question about their answer, and then listen, and then ask a question about their answer. Yep. And then listen. And then at that stage, they will know that you actually are genuinely wanting to listen.
1: And to help them.
2: Yeah. So if I said to you, Peter, in a normal conversation, hey, Peter, I've just come back from Hawaii, the average person would say, oh, have you? I was there last year. Mm. And suddenly you have no conversation going, and you sit there listening to someone else's excitement about their holiday in Hawaii. And it's the same with the standard asking of people. We're waiting to tell them something. So if we ask and listen... My experience is that people often don't tell you what they think first time, Mm. that people often don't know what they think first time. Often
3: people don't think.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, well, some people don't think, uh, absolutely, because they aren't aren't used to being allowed to Mm. think because someone else has got a solution shoved down their throat. So ask, listen, ask, listen, ask is a way of being empathetic because you're not telling them, you're not suggesting, you're not overtaking them but you're allowing them to talk, Mm. and that is helpful.
3: So would you say empathy is uh, basically feeling for somebody but being real with them?
2: Absolutely. And 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 that's the key. Absolutely. But but it's difficult because being real with them is a sentence. It's the how. Much like Peter was just saying a moment ago, the strategy can be seen to be wrong because implementation was wrong. Yes. And so you can want to be real. How do you show you're being real?
1: Look, I tell you what I say to people and I use this as an example when I'm talking to to people about coaching or anything, you know, about taking them to the next level or whatever. I say, use the McDonald principle and they say, what's that? The fact is, in most businesses, you don't promote this guy because they say he's not old enough to be promoted or he's too young to be promoted and I'm not going to put this person in charge because he's too immature or this person, whatever. But the McDonald principle from the time they employ somebody, they have a ranking, right? It's like the army. You know, you have a, a private, then you have a lance corporal, you have a corporal and a, a sergeant, sergeant major, and you work your way up and up and up to the officers. Now, the fact is in McDonald's, they use that. And they've got 16, 17, 18-year-old people being front of house managers and you know by the time you're 18 and 19 and 20 you're back of house manager and then you're the overall manager or the shift manager or the, the the session manager or whatever they've got managers for every part of the business now you look at this that is a two three million dollar business right and a turnover of you know five ten million dollars a year and those businesses are run by 20 year olds 18 and 20 year olds run that sort of business now in any other business in the world how many people would put an 18 year old in or a 20 year old in to run you know a 3-4 million
2: dollar business not many and the McDonald's model wouldn't run if you had to hire someone on 120,000 bucks to be front of house of course not See, the whole but, McDonald's model is yeah. People live up to your expectations, yep.
1: but the thing is, it would run because uh, the system's in place, and and anybody can be taught that section of it, and the next section, the next section, the next section.
2: Anyone can be taught self-esteem. Yes, and when I expect you to 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 be good, you are. Your self-esteem increases, and and you can't be anything but good. I think you had another question for me.
3: You talked a little bit about. I mean, when we deal with people, we I don't want to say we're trying to rescue, uh, people, but, uh, when we're trying to help people out, like the, the little, uh, the young lady at, at, uh, hungry jacks, uh, one of the things I always told my staff is act the level above. So what, what's your feedback on that? I think that helps that. And I always told people that their promotions weren't decided by me. They were decided by them. You just act the level above and then everybody else comes to me and says, hey, that person should be assistant manager or that person should be branch manager. And then I just, all I do is rubber stamp it. Yeah. That's the way I presented uh, advancement in the companies that I uh, was involved in running. Yeah, no, I think that's a great uh, great concept. It's uh, It's really showing
2: people that you believe in them. And if you believe in them, then there's space for me to believe in me. And
1: then they believe in themselves and that's what, that's what earns them. And I always say to people, if they say, oh, I'm the assistant manager or I'm the acting manager. I say to them, will you stop acting and just be
2: the manager? <laughs> well, people say, I'm juster.
1: Yeah, I'm just-er. I'm juster. That's what I say. That's what I say. They're juster or I'm the uh, acting manager. Uh, you know, I'm the assistant manager. Well, why don't you just be the manager? Act yeah. like the manager. And I ask people, who's the manager here? Oh, I'm just relieving. Yeah. Well, while you're relieving, you are the manager. <laughs> So act like the manager. We're going to take a break.
0: At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding will listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family owned and run business with Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477 We're an authorized representative of Elders Insurance Underwriting Agency, Proprietary Limited Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance Australia Limited Radio Italia 1 Sito internet www.italia1.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram Radio Italia 1
1: You're listening to Peter Salerno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Okay, thank you very much and thank you for listening to Happy Business Radio. It's my pleasure every week to be here and to pre- uh, present to you Happy Business Radio. Uh, Matt is my guest every week here and of course our special guest today is Rex Buckingham. Rex Buckingham has just written this book which is Developed Through Leadership Thinking and uh, Rex Buckingham, has, I've known him for quite a while, but Rex, you were saying how uh, we're giving away a copy of the book today, and all you have to do is go to Australian author Rex Buckingham and look at the um, tag where it says uh, email, send an email, and the first person to send an email will, will come up on uh, his uh, Facebook, on Rex's Facebook, um, or on his email and we will know and he will organize for you to have a copy of the book. But if anybody else wants a copy of the book, please just go to um, Australian author, Rex Buckingham and put your request in there, send a a name and address and details to um, that email address and we will, um, well, Rex will uh, organize for you to get the book. Now, Rex, we were talking, again, during the break, we we don't stop talking. <laughs> and We were talking about um, <clears throat> some of the best parts of the book or, or some of the best reasons for you writing the book. So what have you got that you um, would inspire people to buy the book? I think anybody that um, ha- has come from a, a struggling background and wants to improve, anybody who uh, is in business and wants to improve, or just for personal growth, um, just what I've looked at a couple of the um, quick questions and a couple of the things that come to mind, you know, I think that's great to get this book. So what's your main reason?
2: Okay, thanks, Peter. First of all, in regards to getting the free book, if you send me the email, you've got to tell me what the offer is on the bottom of the page because I'm offering an hour with me by Zoom, by phone or in person if you're handy. Um, so just, just send me an email, which, which you get from the Australian Authors website, and the uh, first one in and the second one in. I'm going to give two books away. The first and second one in will both get the the free book. Okay. Um, now in regard- Sorry, Peter.
1: I just want to say, the book is actually selling for $30 yeah. in bookstores around yeah. Australia, and uh, uh, you're also offering a special uh, to anybody who sends you an email. They can get it at a reduced
2: rate as Anyone well. Anyone who sends me – thank you, Peter. It's good to remind me. Anyone who sends me the email, if you're not the first or second one where you're going to get a free book – Rather than $30, it'll cost you $20. Wow, that's
1: like a, okay.
2: a th- almost uh, 50% discount. Uh, 33 and <laughs> th- a third. 33
1: and a third, whatever it is, <laughs> said. Um, now, Over 30% discount.
2: Why did I do this? I did it because I'm 73 Yep. and I have been practising all my life at doing things. I do them differently. I find different ways to solve problems. I really believe people can be a lot better than we allow them to be and it's, a, it's a, the way they approach their own thinking. So the three reasons to get the book is I'm saying maybe for you it's time to refresh. We don't spend much time thinking about ourselves. So maybe it's time to refresh. Now, life can happen spontaneously. We open the door and life happens at us. So what I'm saying is maybe now is the time to plan your journey. You know, where do I want to be? So who am I? Where do I want to be? The book's aimed at you, it's aimed at your family, and it's about business. There's a whole lot of stuff there about marketing and finance and insurance and, and all kinds of business things in the book as well. So plan the whole journey. Who are you, where you're going, and how you're going to get there. And the, th- the last reason is to enjoy your real potential. Not to be going home for time, not, not being faced up at the, at the kitchen table with why nots and how come nots. But what what's the best I can be?
1: Well, that's the thing. I mean, we've always said um, people spend more time planning a holiday than what they do spending, planning their yeah. life. Yeah. They plan to, you know, that what they're going to do on the on the weekend, and their social life is planned more than their uh, spiritual life, or their business life, or their family life. You know, it's the social side of it is planned way in advance. Uh, but then they're they're. Life and their business life is not planned that very well and certainly not that far in advance. So this book is good, like I said, a reset. And this is a great time of the year because a lot of people uh, did do something for the New Year's Eve and the New Year's resolution and then January and February is gone. March has started. Now is a great time to rethink, rethink of what you're doing. So um, traditionally, March is a time to regrow, so we're we're coming up to time now. So I want to say thank you. You got last minute, thing. Yeah, last minute, thing. last it, thirty it just, seconds. It
2: just occurred to me that yep. uh, Peter tells me that this goes all over the world. Yes. So the first and second people to tell me about the offer from anywhere in the world. Yep. But then the first person from anywhere else in the world. So any country, if you're the first person from that country to send me an email you'll get a copy, no charge.
1: Oh, wow, that's a great offer. So it doesn't matter what country you're in listening to this, if you're the first from that country, put your details in there and you will get a book. So the guys listening in Nepal, Bhutan, Uganda, uh, anywhere in Africa, anywhere in South America, all those countries will can get a book, first book. So I'll get my cousins from Italy to send... <laughs> It's all right. No worries. Look, thank you very much for listening to our program. We've had a great time. Matt, thank you for coming in again. It's always a pleasure having you here. Um, Rex, as always, and Ron, thank you very much for helping with the podcast. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Catch up to you next week. Bye-bye.
0: You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.